what did you do, Mike? Mike, what did you do? Mike, what did you do? Coming up on the Fraudcast. In the states who are broad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states who are broad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the gram to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the Fraudcast, and now, here are your Fraudcasters, Hanakawa and Katrina. <laughs> what did Mike do? Uh, are you ready to hear what Mike did now? I think that's in part two. Oh, okay, we'll get to it. We'll you have to, to wait like everyone else did to hear what Mike did. So my um, my connection to the show, the app or whatever, um, cut out right as Natalie and Mike were explaining what they've been talking about. So I actually missed the last part of it. Um, in any case, welcome to the broadcast. I don't need to say that. You guys know what you're listening to. Um, tonight we have um, a very special treat to celebrate the end of the season. And that is that we have Mr. Hannah Cobble with us tonight. Mr. Dravon. Everybody say hello. Did I pronounce that right? Dr- Draven. 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 You can Draven. do it. Dravon. Dravon. It's so French. It, that sounds French, yeah. If you fancy. Yeah, you're that very special guest here. Oh, well, I try. So this is the tell-all, the end of the season, and we started the. I started the broadcast with the tell-all of the previous seasons. So it's like I came finally full circle, and that's pretty cool. impressive. So oh, you, that's right, huh? You have only been with me since uh, episode four, but yes. yeah, the first one was about the tell-all. So we are back at a tell-all. We're finally done with this goddamn fucking season, and uh, we have a two-night tell-all, three-hour tell-all that we're going to talk about some highlights from that and what we knew about it and what you know what we saw and, and sort of some discussion on that. And um, then we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, the new cast of the Before the 90 Days, because the first hour of the first episode premiered on the app over the weekend. So some of us have been able to see that. So we're going to tell you what you know a little bit about that cast. So that's what we've got in store for you today. You guys ready? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we start with? Well, the tell-all. That's uh, never a tell-all. Uh, as, as, as Hetero Life may called it, the tell-some. <laughs> oh my, it's not even that. It's just, it, it basically was a recap. It was a recap show this time. Right. A four-hour, or a three-hour recap. Three-hour recap, yeah. With a few questions. Right. Well, let's start with Angela and Michael. Let's get them from, from the part one. The key, the key part of this is is that Angela and Michael said that they had, well, Angela said, that they had sex 38 times over her two, uh, one of her two-week stays in Nigeria. So she's very, when someone asks if she's sexually active. <laughs> when the nurse at the... Active. Uncomfortably active. Ow. <laughs> I mean, and then, you know, Mike was just like, uh-huh. With like a shit-eating grin, like... That's like a, fist I mean, bump, bro. Teach me. <laughs> the, but that sparked that sparked the conversation of like a round table for all the cast to then be like how many times have you bumped since the start of filming like there's only a few people that were like no way mike and natalie but that's because you think 
they seem to, I don't know. I mean, I thought that they had the looks on their faces like, yeah, we're getting some. I, I think that they had like a wild marathon when he first got there. Yeah. And then she started remembering things he did and then the crazy started turning up. Then the crazy happened and yeah. and that was it. <laughs> after the after the crazy sex it just went to crazy. Then <laughs> it just went to crazy. Um, yeah, but do you have to be it, a little bit crazy to have crazy sex or can you have crazy sex without the being crazy outside of the sex? You need to have just the right amount of crazy. Like there's like a there's like a like a bandwidth right in the middle and you gotta make sure you don't under or overshoot that <laughs> oh my you god have, you have to have the right type of crazy i guess um, yeah unfortunately for michael he's learning stop <laughs> i'm pointing at her unfortunately for michael uh there's a lot of michaels what the fuck mike mike we'll say mike mike of the mike aliens and Natalie. mike of the mike, aliens alien mike um yeah, he dipped down into maybe a little further than a little bit. I don't know. I don't like calling people. I don't want to call her crazy, but her behavior is a little off. <laughs> That's a very nice way diplomatic of you. <laughs> I always am, right? Isn't that a complaint? Yeah, Isn't that a complaint? She's not mean enough. <laughs> um, um, and that was that was pretty much it for them. We we recapped that he didn't get uh, accepted. I don't think they talked about her marriage. I don't think they talked about her getting married, even though it was leaked, but this was recorded months ago, so it's irrelevant. Angela and Michael? Yeah, they yeah. did talk about that, because this was... That f- wasn't so, there yet. So that, this, that didn't happen yet, technically. This was filmed in the first week of December of 2019, you guys. Oh, so that's right. you have to think about what was going on in real time at the time that it was filmed. Like, we had seen pictures come out, and these are the same pictures that, like, Tanya with her... her cast, cast thing yeah. on her on and everything so um i've had ankle mm. surgery that sucks it's yeah so um yeah, she's finally not scooting around i think she's finally walking with like one crutch now like it's, yeah she, she's had apparently a rough go of it of her recovery and having problems and stuff so i don't know but you see in the pictures that were that came out of like when tom crashed the party and stuff tanya's there with her boot on and stuff Right. So that's what that you that was when this was filmed. So this was back in December. Angela and Michael had not gotten married yet. Um, and then uh, I think yeah, they talked about his his visa being denied on part two. Are we just going to do the whole like? Are we going to do the whole couple part one? Or are we going to how how are we doing this? <laughs> uh, I think we should just go through part one and then part two because okay. some of it some of it will only make sense if you count what they're bouncing off each other and right then so part one um all that angela and michael was that they had sex 38 times over her two-week stay in nigeria right that's and it. then we move on to michael and juliana michael juliana and sarah we'll say all three of them yeah <laughs> life, are life after throuple? lockup style i know right and, um of course the big question came out that everyone was asking was uh, what Sarah felt the reason for the ending of their marriage was. Right. Was their infidelity. Right. Is, is and that's when she goes, I'll let, I'll let Mike answer, which is basically like, I don't want to throw you too far under the bus. <laughs> so you get, you, you get to choose how many wheels go over you. Right. Right. Now. right. And he basically <laughs> says that he emotionally cheated on her. Um, like with like, which is still cheating guys. Relationships. Still cheating. Right. Um, with like conversations like people that he was like engaged engaged in 
certain kinds of conversations. If you want to say, I would say they, they probably yeah, sent. I, I get it. He was sexting. There's nude pictures happening. There Emotional was a nude... cheating. There, there were nudes. There were penis pictures. And he was using WhatsApp, which is like, come on, guys. <laughs> He didn't dance around it, though. He owned up to it. He's he like, did. Yeah, he did no, own did up it. to yeah. it. It doesn't help that, like, two women that could probably shank you in your sleep are sitting next to you. And right. they're working together. They're yeah. Working together. <laughs> like, there's, Be afraid, there's Michael. Be afraid. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So there was that. And then they brought Max and Cece out, which hetero life mate was like, why you got to bring the kids into it? Like, that was they didn't he didn't think that was cool. Um, they they did, but she'll notice because they they talked about all the divorce stuff. They talked about Juliana being sad that her family doesn't speak to her anymore. Right. Um, they go through all that, and then they bring them out. And you'll notice, like even Angela freaking behaved while those kids were on the screen. Like she didn't say shit. That's good. Max and Cece talks about how they like ice cream, and um, um, they like Mike Mike of the Aliens and Natalie and Tanya like and Sinjin. And Max shaded Anna while sitting right next to her. What did she? What did he say? I forgot. <laughs> um, about uh, he said something about Max and Cece said that all the couples should learn more about the countries oh, their fiancés yes. are coming from and learn their language. language. And then you see this like little cloud come over Anna, <laughs> and she like looks over and she's like, "I'm sorry. I mean, we, you can you can use apps too. It's a technology, you know. Yeah, technology helps." I'm like, yeah. he's like, "Bitch, bitch should have learned Turkish." <laughs> right, right. Well, you know. Jumping ahead just a little bit, like, Sean was kind of shading them and was like, come on now. Like, this has got to be difficult. And Anna's like, no, like, he speaks some English and I speak some Turkish. We give a basic conversation, which I just thought was hilarious. Cause if what, there was a basic? Venn diagram of what they both understood, that that <laughs> in the middle would be a very small sliver. Like, they touch. Like, they might be touching. They just kind of, <laughs> just, just the tip of each. <laughs> just the tip. Sorry. <sighs> I think she was getting more than just the tip that uh, that first night uh, Marcel got there because there was headboard tapping. <laughs> it's sec- it's sacred. <laughs> there was headboard tapping. No, it was they just did the, the honeybee dance. The mating. The... <laughs> I'm not going to make the joke. <laughs> it's too easy. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Is it too easy like Hanakawa? <laughs> I, I no. <laughs> She's actually very difficult. <laughs> Took me years. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I, I mean, I guess you could ask if the the, the honey pot was well taken care of. No, oh, no, no. I, you told me to do it. No, yes. I got in trouble for that too. No more pot talk. Pot talk. <laughs> That's a honey whole pot, different show. cookie pot, edibles, pot <sighs> engine. Um, okay, so <laughs> we had Max and Cece come out. Blah, 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 blah. Um, let's see. What else? Anything else with them? No. Nothing really happened. I mean. Nothing really happened. Like, this is literally a very quick rundown. Because then they. Because Rob. Oh, my gosh. The, the host. I want to call her Robinson. Sean Robinson. Sean, she gives me whiplash. Whiplash. Like. Just when you start to get somewhere, she's like. Wow. Okay, Robert Nanny. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, and I, I've said this before, and I like, will apparently continue saying it till I'm blue in the face. 
everybody who criticizes Sean for the host, the hosting duties about not asking the big questions, you guys, she is just well, she as much a part of the cast as the cast members are. She reads the questions TLC gives her. Okay, she's not going to ask anything more than what TLC has scripted for her. So right. stop bashing. Which her. is sad. Which is sad. But they aren't making her look like a very good host. Right. They did better this time because they at least, you know, had her they ask some some pushback questions. It was slightly better. Yeah. <laughs> slightly. Um, so we moved on to Robert and Annie. Yeah. Um, Annie um, said she's still waiting for Robert to come through with his promises, um, address their differences over money. And Annie said, first of all, if she wanted to be with a rich man, a gold digger, if she was a gold digger, she wouldn't be with Robert because he doesn't have any gold to dig. And that she was once with a rich man, so it's not about that. Um, and Robert said he actually was testing her with the trip to the thrift store. Um, I don't know if that's... So her whole thing about I could have been with a rich man, but I chose Robert because he's poor. She didn't think that when she was going over there. Right. She thought she was going to get her freaking Versace and he blah, made blah, promises. Blah. He made promises. He made promises. He made himself seem like a guy that was well off, and he ended not. He ended up not being, which I guess speaks to her staying with him still. But like, well, I think she, I think it's that sunk cost fallacy, right? Like she'd already invested this much time and effort. She was here in the United States. She just has to stick it out for through the wedding and two more years to adjust her status, and she's free and clear of him. So I think she's already, like, invested all this in here. She didn't want, you know, go back to the Dominican Republic, find a new man. Like, no, she's already done that. There was some stuff on that Visa Journey website that we found before. Like, there was some stuff he had posted that made it clear that they intended to bring Annie's family over through chain, really? through chain migration. Oh, yeah. I did not see that. Yeah. I think it was Redditors found and posted that. So, um... I the, mean... I mean, to, to, to be honest, um, Sasha and Emily plan to do that as well. Plan to do that, too. And she was very open when she said it and no one batted an eye. So. Right. right. And I don't I don't fault Robert and Annie for that. I, what I'm saying is I think with all of that, she had already invested so much time and effort into this relationship with Robert that when she found out like this bait and switch about his finances, like, she was already so far into it that it wasn't worth it for her to pull out and to <laughs> pull out. Right. And start to <laughs> do this again with somebody else. We won't so. talk about pulling out with Robert. <sighs> Anyways. Um. <laughs> he has a machine like Michael. Stop it. Just saying. I'm not a machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't test somebody by taking them to the secondhand shop. That right. smells like a scripted thing anyways. Yeah. You think that so? Whole scene, that whole scene smelled scripted to me. I don't think scripted. that's what you were smelling. It, <laughs> no, let me. I think that was the mothballs. <laughs> um, that leads us into, they had Stephanie and her husband. Mm -hmm. uh, porn granny. And, porn granny and her husband uh, join the reunion. And uh, the guests, the guests this time were kind of painful because this just became this back and forth banter about like I see the kids, no you don't. Yeah, 
what I think the big hashing the check. The big thing with this, right? So they continue their attacks on the relationship, and and Stephanie defends her, asking um, Annie about birth control and all the stuff. Even though there was an episode where she apologized for all that, she's like doubling down on it now for in the tell all. But um, the the other thing that would have brought up was was. Robert talks about when he had a fire at his house and lost yes. everything. And he um, said that his family in Atlanta, like, said, oh, we'll take you in. Like, come on up here, right? And that Stephanie didn't offer to take them in. And that that was... Well, of course not, because he didn't respond the way she wanted to her accidental porn text that she <laughs> When she accidentally sent her cuckoo picture to him. <laughs> yeah, so you can't come stay with me. Maybe uh, that's where their set is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, Michael of Michael and Juliana called it, you know, unconscionable. Like, he can't wrap his head around that. You know, family helps family, blah, 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 blah. Um, people have differing opinions on this. Um so I don't I don't know you know the expectations from family. Um, is it worth it to still be holding a grudge about it this many years later that you're gonna withhold your, their grandson from them or or is you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> who who knows what the real reason is? Like the whole excuse of if they have a kid of their own, it's gonna take away from Bryce, and it's like how? Yeah, that's that's a bullshit argument. That's it might do cool. him some good not being the only child. Like, uh, I'm dealing with that shit now. <laughs> like, that's every sibling ever. Right? Like, like Fuck. this isn't a unique situation to have different mothers. Like, it's just siblings. <laughs> Speaking of different mothers, we can move on to Sasha and Emily. <laughs> <laughs> So he explained, Sasha explains the timelines of his two prior marriages, which we have explained here on the broadcast as well. But that wasn't true at first, remember? He was completely done with the second wife before he met. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, so... so There was this weird gray area where he, like, you know... Yeah, well, the first marriage, so what he says during the tell-all, which is what we have said previously on the show and on Instagram, was that... The first wife, Masha, talks about how Sasha got the second wife pregnant and then came to her and said, I want a divorce. And that timeline we already debunked. We have the yeah. dates of, of the birth certificates and the divorce decrees, and there's years between them. We've already debunked that. So what he says on the show is what we've talked about. We, we know that. He did explain the gray area between the second wife and Emily, which he had known Emily but they were, quote-unquote, just friends, uh-huh. and she had asked him out, and he said no, and whatever, and um, it wasn't until he got a divorce that things escalated. That was, con- that was conveniently already on its way, right? Right, and, and when <laughs> I talked to the second wife, the second wife said, you know, I, I asked her outright, did, did Sasha cheat on you with Emily? And she said that she didn't have any evidence to support that, she, that he did, but that she did know about Emily. Well, that might have been emotionally cheating. Maybe there was. Maybe he was sending dick pics over WhatsApp or, you know. I, I could see him just going like, I want to be with her, goes home, tells his wife it's over, and then runs back before she leaves that same day to say, okay, we can go out now. <laughs> and they go and bone that night and, and, and ah. welcome, welcome baby David. 
<laughs> Although, no, so Emily has said that they were together for years before they got pregnant with da- baby David, so. Yeah. Which, I mean, they're, I, I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. If you look, like, if we had looked Their Instagram back, has a lot of space yeah. between. Yeah. 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 The years, yeah. the dates on the Instagram pictures of them together. There's a lot before um, baby David comes into the picture. Um, Betsy so joins. So then they talk about food again. Yeah. Yeah. Betsy. Betsy talk joins. food. <laughs> Betsy of the food. <laughs> criticize, Betsy food. Criticize Sasha. Um, says that she's fat shaming Emily to lose weight. And Emily's like, I don't like what I see when I look in the mirror. Um, she talks about how hard it is. You know, she's a new mom. She wants to play. She works full time. She wants to play, you know, see her kid when she gets home versus going to the gym. She's tired. David doesn't sleep through the night. Totally get all that. Been there, done that. You know, I get that. Right. Also get like not liking what you see when you look in the mirror. Although I would say, you know, if Sasha's also Sasha claims he's helping her. Um, which, you know, may or may not be true. Depends on the dynamic of their relationship, how that weight thing plays out, you know? Well, it's depending on what, what helping is, right? Right. But we also have to remember that I think, especially the timing of the tell-all, I forgot when, I forgot when he was born. He was just over a year old because he was born in November, so. Oh, so he was a whole year old, huh? Yeah. Because he was born November 2018, yeah. Gotcha. So some time did pass by. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's not much on, there's not much more on them. Yeah. And they stayed in Russia for a lot of that. Remember, they didn't come over until David was like eight or nine months old or something like that. Right. That's right. Um, okay. So um, they didn't talk about the, the scene where Sasha throws away all the food, which we know was fake, but they do talk about these food choices and the perception that he's pressuring Emily and all that. So that's what we get with them. Um, Sasha, or uh, yeah, Emily does kind of shade, shade Sasha. Like, where did you get your nutrition degree from Google? Dude. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. She said, she said Google? I was like, fuck. He looks at her like, yeah, and? I, I would like that? to think What's somebody wrong with who's a, a Google. <laughs> somebody who's a personal trainer also has to have nutrition knowledge, though, right? Right. And I think I think actually today, before the second half of the tell-all, didn't he come out with something like... I can't remember. Yeah, it was there's something of, like... There's the, a lot of stories. Response. Everyone's getting combative over what's coming out of the tell-all. It's like, whatever. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Um, Anna and Marcel... <laughs> that was a loaded side. At least, at least they had a translator for him, so it was he could actually just talk without having to choke on words. Participate, um, yeah. He could actually participate. He seemed a little uncomfortable body language wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just could be like the, the tell all is awkward, anyways. The way they have them sitting and right, some are leaning on each other, and then it looked like he was like. Holding on to her for dear life. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, <laughs> but, you know, his the, they talked about him leaving the country and his return. Mm-hmm. Uh, which and she's like, I feel he, like it's fate that he was able to come back. Well, they were you were cutting it pretty damn close. So fate had a hand in that. I know, so, right? <laughs> because uh, there's probably a lot of... Uh, steps and processes to to just get him back once he left that plane it's like you shouldn't have left damn it <laughs> um they do they do address him wanting to have a baby but she does say that she is unable to have anymore okay 
Um, so if they do have one, it'd be through surrogate, which apparently is not um, okay in Turkey. Uh, well, a lot of things he's doing right now is probably not okay in Turkey, but... <laughs> and she's just like, well, what? we don't have to tell them. <laughs> exactly. Don't tell them you can't have kids. Just pop... Just have one when they come visit. <laughs> Suddenly it's no, there. Like, there'd be no questions. Didn't need any pregnancy pictures. Didn't need any journey of the whole pregnancy. Nope. Suddenly there's a baby. <laughs> right. Pull They'd stock pictures off the like... internet of, like, ultrasounds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We could. There's a lot of ways to pretend nowadays. Uh, but at uh. least, at least she's not a grandmother entertaining this idea, right? Like we get with Angela and Laura from um, the other way. I don't know. She don't think she was a grandmother, but you know, she was right. But her her reasons may be something else other than only having one egg left, or right. <laughs> uh, speaking yeah. of babies. <laughs> Mike of the aliens and Natalie. Natalie. Natalie of the I Need a Baby. Yeah. We, Those two. We didn't get I, a lot of them during uh, part one. No. Yeah. Just a Purposely, lot of... Obviously, I'm sure, is to get, to get you to watch the second half. Yeah. I mean, they, they saved all of the this whole what did Mike do shit for the last well, five minutes of the second. They've been hinting at that, and they make it, they make it seem like a cross between he cheated... Or he, like, choked her out before he left to the airport. Right. Which some, yeah. <laughs> Which, Don't her. Not going there on this podcast. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast, you guys. Uh. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that on the Patreon this week. I don't know. Who knows right? what we talk about on the Patreon. You guys, we have a Patreon. If you guys don't know about that, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash the broadcast, and we cover... Married at First Sight and Life After Lockup and um, all kinds of other sort of, um, shall we say, not safe for work topics. <laughs> I don't know why we end up this way, but we do. So um, if you're interested, you can join us for $3 a month. You get one episode a week plus access to our Facebook group and a Discord server. All that for the low, low price of $3 a month. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and that commercial break was brought to you by... The Patreon <laughs> with broadcast. Blake and Jasmine, who didn't say anything on this tell-all, so we can skip them. They were literally there for moral support. Yeah, right. And Blake has blue contacts in. Is that what that was? Yes. Like, I was too busy, like, making Snapchat filter recordings. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Every time it looked over, it's like, is that is that the filter doing that? Yeah, no, he's got blue very contacts bright blue. In. Yeah. My boyfriend in college wore very bright blue contacts like that, too. In college, not as an oh, adult. Not... Come on now. Well, Blake, Come on now, Blake, Blake. is kind of college-ish, right? Yeah. College age? Basically. It, that's still cool if that... It's still Whatever. Cool. Okay, so, uh, like, they were just there. They just propped up. They were just there on the couch. Uh, the big focus of the the first part of the tell-all was Tanya and Sinjin. So we had a lot of focus on Tanya and Sinjin. Um, we started, I think, with Tanya's trip to Costa Rica during the 90-day visa period. She, um, Sean was like, this has never happened on 90-day before where somebody left and whatever. Oh, my gosh. She was just so focused on the cherries being popped this time. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of those. Um, but it all made, it made for good preview fodder, right? Like, of course, of course. You know. This is a first. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mike, what did you do? 
Um, so Tanya said the trip had already been postponed for two years, and he understood why that she needed to go now and that they had made this decision together. And we have talked about this before, I think, in that particular school where she got this whatever. Like, you can do the same course online any time of the year. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. But she she needed to see that would be hard. I'll, I will I will say this in her defense. It would be really hard to take an herbal class without being able to touch the and herb, feel. Yeah. Your and instructor. <laughs> the salsa oh, instructor. I'm sorry. We're talking about herbs. <laughs> We're talking about maybe beer. his name was Herb. Oh no. I mean, She's like, I, I just can't get over smelling herb and holding herb in my hand. And <laughs> engine thinks she's Anyways. talking about pot. <laughs> oh, no. Did they, did they, I looked away, did they show her dancing with the Salsons? Yes. Or? Dancing, if you want to call it that. That girl has the, the whitest white girl dance you've ever seen in your entire life. She was just feeling the moon. Uh, sure. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the soulmate thing too. Oh God, can I? If if I never hear the word soulmate again, it'll be too soon. Like, oh my God, take us <laughs> do you, through. Do you feel take like us through the like soulmate you're my conversation? Soulmate? Yes. Am I your soulmate? Yes. I think you're my soulmate too. Yes. <laughs> like okay. okay. But I what is a soulmate? Like I okay. Listen, I understand that if you've got a different definition of soulmate than someone else, that's fine. But you should at least know that in Sinjin's case, telling him, hey, you're not my soulmate, I'm actually hung up on my old ex-boyfriend, <laughs> is not going to go over well. But she is like, so self-centered. Well, I, I'm not, no one's doubting that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying for a normal person, for those of you listening, don't say that shit to your partner. Even if you have different definitions, they aren't going to like that. You think? <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, like, Sinjin was hurt. And she's like, but why, though? Go process I, I, like, I, felt, I felt good after saying it. I'll let I, like, you I go process that. He's like, right. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, he's looking at the camera guy like, did you just see this shit? <laughs> like, bro, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Too much. Um, the other interesting thing is when Sean was like, you got, just to Tanya, Shane, you got, like, skewered on social media for this. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking cast got skewered on social media for something. I know. Like, for it something. wasn't like some anomaly. I know. It, but it, the fact Tan that Tan she acknowledged that, so, that the social media world exists was was kind of a big thing. They don't usually do right. that. Right. They don't. With that break in the fourth wall. They're yeah. Like, but there's an Instagram for this shit? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? There's um, what? Who's frauded um, by TLC? What's that? I don't know. You follow her. <laughs> 90 day. Weirdos. <laughs> they don't. I checked. They don't follow me. The new you guys 90 day fiance, they actually have a Instagram handle now. Like they're about 10 years late to the party, but welcome. <laughs> <laughs> they have a whole, you know, 6,000 fans right now. It's like, come on. Guys. At 90 day fiance is the official Instagram handle of 90 day fiance. So welcome I'm to the sorry, party. I'm sorry, 7,000 fans. And they are following. Are they really? No, that's you that's following. No, that's them. Oh. Oh, they follow me. Okay. Well, well at least they, they'll, know the, they'll know the newest tea on <laughs> they, know, they know what's happening they'll with their cast. first. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, you guys. Hi, TLC. Welcome. 
You can follow me too. <laughs> this is what's happening with your cast. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, oh god. So what, in, what, what else did we else? talk about? Oh, Tanya and Sinjin talking about Sinjin getting a job. And so what we learn, we learn more about Sinjin and sort of how he's a little immature and hasn't held a job since 2018. And he's got a little PTSD from his mind job, which is a, totally a thing. So I get that. But he apparently hasn't done any therapy. He hasn't had processed it. All this other stuff. Um, he wants to be an opera singer. And we got a little taste of that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, hold on. <laughs> we noticed that when he was singing, it just said, what did the closed captioning say? Sing. He was singing in form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Like, I didn't even bother to find out what it was. They I didn't was like, bother. It's just foreign. It's just foreign. Singing in foreign. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that sucks because I, I, we know on this trip that uh, Tom was also kind of soft recruiting the cast, so maybe... Maybe he was going to jump off and say, look, I got a job. Hey. Right. He signed up under Tom on the multi-level marketing organo gold coffee train. Which I don't think that went anywhere because... Tom's not advertising it anymore. <laughs> At all. <laughs> so who knows if even Tilsey got the smackdown on that. But Maybe. They're like, only boom bod. Oh, God. Um, and team me. And team me. Uh, they also talk about Sinjin and Tanya also talking about timing of children. Mm-hmm. And I guess like the, the whole temperature on kids cooled off. Like she was like, we need to do it now. And he's like, I don't even know if I want him at all. Right. And which his mindset's appropriate saying that he doesn't have a job. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they just they're not got married thinking about kids and he's got the mentality of a 12 year old. It's fine. <laughs> he doesn't need to be having kids. He said his mind was cracked at the idea of something. I don't remember what. But, like, after watching this episode, I'm like, I feel like running water as a concept would crack his mind. Because he just seems like he's <laughs> a little bit... Blown. Maybe, like, yeah. he's like like Marcel a little bit. Just a little touched, you know? And you and all of these people who are the Sinjin sympathizers, like, knock it off. You can see... <laughs> What? I'm going to get bad reviews about that now. Sorry. Probably. Sorry, Sorry, Sinjin sympathizers. I think Sinjin's just laid back and uh, he came into he came into a relationship with someone who I think Tanya's a procrastinator until it's time to go. Like, she's, and then she's like all in. And then she's like, we have to go. We have to go. We have to go. She probably lives off the stress, loves the adrenaline rush and then crashing into the end. And we just made it. And that feels like success mm. for her. Mm-hmm. And he's probably a slow burn. Like don't make plans that you're not going to like plan towards. I don't know. It'll get I done eventually. Just do whatever you it'll want. Get done. Do whatever you yeah. want, whenever you want it, and it'll be fine. Which you know what? If that's the way you want to live your life, that's fine. You know, just right. I you know that's that's the way you want to live. I ain't gonna tell anybody else how to live their life, right? I mean, Tanya does that enough for everybody, so she'll tell him how to live his life. <laughs> well, I think that's the big thing is that the world needs to move at her speed. So if she doesn't want to do it, then we aren't going to do it. But if she wants to do it, everyone better be on board to do it. That's all it really comes down to. It's just very self-centered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, self-centered is probably the best word to describe her. <laughs> um, and so that, that ends the first tell-all episode, I think. 
Yeah. The, I mean, for two hours, it was a whole lot of nothing, which I think uh, a lot of people were like, oh, it's going to be so explosive. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's going to be a snooze fest. And I'd like to say I was right, but then I, that gets me bad reviews also. So, you know. <laughs> She'll know, man. you know. Um, so we waited. We waited for the two hours to see Angela do her kiss my ass dance. And... She doesn't do it until the second. The second part is where the juice. The second part, which is only one hour. So they crammed a whole lot of shit in one hour, which right. I'm happy. They could have done all that in just one hour in the first place. Right. But, um, of course, they know how to. What, should we start with Should we start with Angela? Yeah, because that's how, the, oh, how it started. It opened that is her. how, right. So they have them continue to talk about their stuff. They bring on her, her favorite friends of Michael. The goofballs. The goofballs, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And they... they That's what Huey, re- Huey, Dewey, and Louie, as a side note, that's what the gays call Anna's moles. Three moles on her face. They call Oh, no! Dog. Really? No! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking ducktails, guys. Like, <laughs> they, call, they call her moles Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so mean. <laughs> and then they do 90-day gay theater with them as they're acting as the moles. Yeah. It's it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> um, but I guess they, they trigger her. A lot of things trigger her, but mm-hmm. they triggered her. Well, I mean, they're to, sitting there poking on poking her. Like they're pushing. they were probably told to. They're like, dude, call her trashy again. Call her trashy again. Yeah. So they and call her my, trashy, yeah. and she's like, I'm the classiest, trashiest bitch you'll ever meet. Um, and they're like, um. I, I, before we get into that, I want to address this. So they're talking about Michael's visa denial, right? And and she goes on about this 20-minute thing. The interview is only 20 minutes, and maybe Michael answered things wrong and stuff like that. And I just want to go back to what Agency has said about this repeatedly, that 20 minutes is a really long interview. Like, most interviews were a lot shorter than that, so they actually had a really long time. And that the the person the the consular officer the visa officer was was probably already decided that these based on their file that this was a fraudulent relationship so he knew what questions he was going to ask and you know whatever he probably had to ask more and in depth so 20 minutes it's like it's the opposite of a job interview like the longer these things go um (laughs) you should probably actually start worrying after it hits the 10 minute mark like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) he's asking five questions more oh no um, but yeah, she she was very. I think her her uh, what is it misconception of how long the process should have taken was just not accurate. Yeah, which w- I wouldn't have known either. No, I, I didn't know until it was a three hour or like a whole day type thing where you bring in a whole bunch yeah. of people. Blah, I was blah, blah, I was really surprised when agency <clears throat> told us that you know, and if you go back and listen to that episode where we we talk about it, and he explains the process. I'm like, so they just come up to the window and that's it. You decide on that. And like you got the file that morning, like and <laughs> like right. you, if you're lucky, you know. I was like, damn, you know, all the work that people put into these things and to have it adjudicated so summarily seems um lopsided i guess but you know i guess it is what it is right that's how it goes um yeah so so the goofballs are there and they're antagonizing poor angie and angie says (laughs) 
she gets up and she's like, you can kiss this white trash ass, whatever. And then she's like, if you don't cut them off, I'm going to walk out of here. And Michael's going to walk out, too. And Michael starts taking his microphone off. Like, okay, sure. Uh Who does Angela think she is that she can just make these demands? You're going to cut this shit off or I'm going to walk out. Like, who cares? Like, (laughs) should TLC care? She's the 90 day alumni. So, so it. Whatever she says goes. She gets to dictate everything. After her, after her last performance, she's still there. That's true. The last like, tell all, she physically assaulted someone. So <laughs> exactly. So like, I don't know. Just saying. All right. But there was a lot with Angie and Mike. So she and she was very sweet about you know yeah I wasn't always nice and I was you know this and that but you know we we worked through it. I'm so glad. I'm so grateful that he's still with me and. Those goofballs can go kiss my ass. And, you know, Michael got all pissed off about it. You know, they showed his scenes of him getting pissed off at the goofballs and for not respecting Angie. And, I mean, if he's frauding us with all of this, with this relationship, he's gone all in. He's gone balls deep. He's really, really good, right? (laughs) And the the emotion that they both share seems genuine, which is why it's hard to be like, it's fake. At this point, it's just... He's gone balls in. Literally, <laughs> thirty-eight <laughs> times. Did I beat you to it? It's too easy. <laughs> this book. Um, yeah. That mm. you'll have to pick the next couple you want to talk about. Oh Jesus. Um, I was I was dealing with a six-year-old tantrum over not wanting to go to bed, even though being blatantly tired. So what? What about? Yeah. Uh, we haven't heard much from uh, Mister uh, Draven. What 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 do you have to say? What couple do you? Which couple? Are, are, well, are we on part two? Yeah, yeah, we're on part two. That was can, one today. Can, can we talk about uh, what Mike did? Oh my God! <laughs> okay, Blake and Jasmine first. Let's okay. do Blake and Jasmine first. <laughs> He's excited about what Mike. Did. This is quick, quick and easy, like your mom. <laughs> Not my mom. <laughs> yeah. Like your mom. She's going she's gonna to message you, man. Mama Kawa. Um, <laughs> Mama Kawa. The um, Blake and Jasmine scene, they brought in Everett and Thirsty Girl, whatever the hell her name is, Rita. She is so, she comes off as so jealous. And about like how Jasmine doesn't like them and that she should try to reach out. And the thing about this is we know this whole thing is completely fake and made up. We know this, right? Like Everett has come out months ago and said that this is bullshit and he loves Jasmine. Jasmine has come out and said it's bullshit. She loves them. They all get along. Like, them trying to perpetuate this, like, doubling down on this lie of the script that they've had for them. It's just like, right. I'm watching it and I'm like, I just can't even. I can't even with this. Like, I'm watching well, it. I mean, it's so sad because even if you go by the script, like, the guy going, I just want Jasmine to like us. I'm like, sometimes people don't fucking like you. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And, and she, then he's like, well, why Marita over here is always front and center of your show and she freaking loves you. Why aren't you picking her? Why would you go to Finland, man? Yeah, that's like, basically I mean, what they were I, saying. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, she's a great friend to you, Blake. And he's just like, and, and like she's in friend zone and she's suffering. Oh God. And, and the thing is, if Jasmine's Finnish is what she said and she's also kind of an introvert like why do people i as an extrovert i don't 
go out and try to recruit introverts to become extroverts. <laughs> like it's not like I'm Thank on you. this mission. Come join the come join the Church of Joy. Oh. Speak outwardly about your feelings here. <laughs> oh right? Like, we're both introverts, so when people start like wanting to talk to us, we like back up. We're like, no. It's like I'm sure you're nice, but could you effing not? <laughs> Right? Like, I'm not out there, you know, evangelizing being an extrovert. And that's what it was that they were trying to do to her. You know, you you have to to be front and center. Be friends. And you should be up front with the glow sticks yelling out his name. And I'm like, she probably just wants to enjoy the show over some seltzer water Mm -hmm. and uh, call it a day. Right. Or or even the whole... She gets off the plane. She's jet lagged. I'm like, well, she just wanted to sleep. What's up with that? I'm like, she's jet lagged. Have you never <laughs> left the country? Right? <laughs> she like, wants to like watch the plane ride off of her and go the fuck to sleep. Like I thought that's what everyone knew is that you go to a different country and the first day is wasted. You right. Just sleep. Right. Readjust, then you're mm-hmm. good to go. And they're like, come on, let's go party. Let's go to the let's go to the pool. Let's yeah. hang out and party. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> right. I don't want to do that, and I live here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jet lagged and I don't want to do that. So I, I'm, I'm with her. <laughs> but it's fake. The whole thing was fake. We know this. So, you know, it's just a double. And I'm just like, come on, TLC, do better. Really? You're better than this. This whole, this whole season is TLC, please do better. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we can move on to what Mike did. What Mike did, what Mike did. Okay, so I'll walk you through, and then I'll let him say what Mike did. Okay. Um, <laughs> I caught part of it before my app cut out, so. <laughs> so they, I mean, because it was, like, basically pulling teeth from now. Like, she's like, he knows what he did, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to talk about it now. He knows what he did. And it's like, oh, my fucking goodness. Just say it. Well, she was beating around the bush the whole time because she, you know, everyone's like, do you love him? Do you love him? Do you, can't you just say that you love him? And if she doesn't love him, she made that clear. She said that. But it also took her a while to say that she did love him. But then something happened and now she doesn't love him anymore. And it was she's actually Tanya that summed excuses. that up. Yeah. Yeah, she's just making excuses because first it started with. It's like the religion thing. I can't trust someone who believes in aliens. No, she says, I can't trust somebody who doesn't believe in God. That's different. She can't trust someone who believes in aliens. (laughs) That's not what she said. (laughs) I know, but that's what I read. But that's not what she said. It's different. But it's like, it's just an excuse because she knew this before he flew over there to propose to her. Yeah. And, and she even and, said that, that she kept hoping that one day his conversation about it was going to change. And Yeah, no. and it doesn't. Even Sasha weighed in on that about not changing people. Yeah. Um, so finally they get to asking her what, what he did, and she goes through a very long synopsis, and I'll let you say, what, what did Mike do? Fucking nothing. Okay, and that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Um, that's what the problem was, right? <laughs> the problem is that he uh, went to a close friend's wedding, or as the close friend, as like the gr- as, best man to his like yeah. female friend. Yeah, that he's been friends with for a long time, and he ends up going over to her place, and they're supposed to hang out with her future husband included, mm-hmm. and the future husband ends up not being there. And so he's probably he still drunk went through, at his buddy's house. Right. And he still went through and spent the night with his friend who was a female. He slept on the that, couch. He slept on the couch, but he still was in the same walls that she was in without the husband. Under the same roof. Correct. 
and that's what changed Natalie from loving it was him. The, it was the situation or the optics of the situation of he was alone with another woman. And that's how she can't trust him anymore. And that's how she can't trust him. And why would she move to America to a man who would do that to her? I don't know. You guys weigh in. Time with your friends. What do you think? So, so I was confused at first because I thought that the guy was the longtime friend and that this is just the new wife. Yeah. And he just spent the night over at the new wife's house with his friend not there. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of sketchy. And then it's like, oh, no, actually, the girl is the friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so why is that a problem? Like, you shouldn't have girlfriends. Because she has guy. a vagina. If he, if, if he wanted to sleep with her, he apparently could have done it in the last 20 years of his life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you can, you can think the optic is a little weird. I know, wouldn't have said shit. I wouldn't have said where I was if I was planning on banging the wife or the future wife. The thing is that he wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> And, that, and so that's where, like... Because he, he, he saw it as so... Innocuous. Innocent and, what, and, 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 and non, non-important. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was at my friend's house. And it happens to be, you know, so-and-so was a girl. And instead yeah. of his aunt's house where he was originally going to sleep. Right. And so she, she, you know, changes it around to, what if I was staying in a place with just a guy and blah, blah, blah. And, and he had this space, like, if you're not doing anything, I don't care. Like, his, his level of comfort with that situation is different than hers, and I think that's where the problem was. Yeah. Like, she's kind of like that. She's probably like that you don't need to have female friends that you spend time with alone. Yeah. And that opinion changes. Like, my guy goes to lunch with women that he works with. And I'm not flipping out over it. Well, he's probably, he, of course, he's having sex with them at the Applebee's. You know this, right? Exactly. Well, yeah. what, what are you going to enjoy there? The sugary ass food? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> the strippers that are at the, <laughs> the strippers from <laughs> the, the Applebee's strippers. strippers. <laughs> you guys, if you—that's from our. I'm sorry, it's from our Patreon. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. So here's the thing with this, like the the broadcast angle on this, is that. Ever since the previews for the tell-all started, my DMs have been flooded with, what did Mike do? Mike, I've been getting texts. I've been getting all, you know, it's blown up. Everyone's like, what the fuck did Mike do? And all my sources confirm the same thing. I'm like, did he step out on her when they were on a break? Like, did, what happened? And and all my sources were like, no, he, there was no other girl. There was, we we think it's just something that he said to her and she's legit crazy. So, you know, she probably just took it the wrong way. So going into the tell all, I, that's what I suspected. It was something that he said. Right. And that she took differently and here. And, and as it was, it was something that happened and that she took wrong. Right. And so this is after the tell all that this happens. But, um, of course, at the end of it, Mike is the bad guy. Even other cast members seem to have coded him as the bad guy, and they feel sympathy for Natalie. I think they just cut out a lot of it. Because, like, you even had Robert going, like, yeah, I'm flip-flopping. And they were, like, they all were on her side going, oh, my God, what did Mike do? Expecting something like he cheated on her. Or what I was seeing on social media was there was rumors that he hit her. Which I was like, well, I know. where did those come from? Well, and she posts this picture, this video today that says Survivor, and so, ah, it's oh, just terrible. Um, but for, for specifically what, um, what I have here is that after, after filming of the tell-all, Mike told the entire cast that Natalie wasn't a Ferrari. 
Right. And so somehow this gets back to her, probably a cast member telling her. Right. Because she's obviously not there. And that sparks her whole then social media online feud of him talking about Ferrari and not a Ferrari, which ends with him saying, yes, you're a Ferrari. And we know she accepted that because she's here. Yes. So she is here in case we, <laughs> you don't know that yet. She is here in the United States in squim with, um, Mike of the aliens and uncle Bo and the aliens. They're all here and she's here on a K one visa. We're just waiting for their marriage certificate to turn up. So do you think she's having fun? Do you think she's happy? No, because I have a source that says she's not. <laughs> so, oh man, I can't wait to see what she's not happy about. Though. Yeah, but they're filming. So we're going to see them on a, maybe a happily ever after, or maybe another 90 day. Cause it's, cause what we saw with them was kind of like before the 90 days. Yeah. They're very displaced. Yeah. They should have been on before the 90 days, but you know, whatever it is, what it is. Who knows? Well, yeah. They just film them and then they slap a label on them, whatever, make it fit. They they need to add it, and so and they also want to have a first, right? This is a first in ninety days. La, 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 la. How many firsts did Sean talk about during the tell all? She talked about the first uh, of the conversation, um, first religion conversation, mm-hmm. first person leaving during the 90 days first person being over on the other first person who left and came back during the 90 day period left the country right so yeah first time the ex-wife and the current wife were like besties on the couch Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and these are all the sound bites that you know tlc uses to make the the tell-all sound much more explosive than it actually is and you guys let you know you guys be the judge weigh in on this let us know what you think you know was the tell all as explosive as you thought or was it the snooze fest therapy session that i told you it was going to (laughs) be therapy session kumbaya there was some marshmallows like sat around a campfire angela was the fire So, thoughts on this season, tell all, anything. Any final thoughts? Would you like a Jerry Springer? Final thoughts? Final thoughts, no. I'm, I'm happy it's over. Are you happy it's over? I, I think it's just the season that should be titled, Nothing Fucking Happens. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Hannah Cobb was fucking laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, yeah, I was just like, this is kind of boring. I like, know. Because I really ramped you on with uh, Before the 90 Days. I right. think and that's that was exciting what, for a lot of different reasons, but then it drops us off to this, and we're like, "Yeah, yeah, no." I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess." And I thought cool. maybe it was because I didn't know anybody on this season, but no, it truly was a boring season. Yeah, well, it came after two seasons because we had the other way and before the ninety-eight days yes, occurring at the same yes. time, and there was a lot of crap, like shit. I mean, we had Paul on one of those casts. And he's just right. a fucking shit show to watch. And we had Laura on one, and we had... I mean, we had a lot of shit happening on both of those shows simultaneously. Right. So coming from that to this, of course this is going to seem like a snooze fest. But hopefully, because we have had a preview into the next season, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to segue you that fast, but... Your transitions <laughs> like are excellent. I know, my God. Um, so we have a new season of Before the 90 Days coming up in a couple weeks. The 23rd. One week. One week. From yesterday. Yep. Oh, wow. They don't they even really give us did. a one week break. 
they don't give you a break, man. They're like, get going on the next. So we have Before the 90 Days, uh-huh. and we have new cast, except for Darcy and Tom, which I don't know how the hell they, they, they squish into that. I don't know. They found a way to put them on Before the 90 <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Ugh, I don't even know. Um, but do we want to talk about the new cast? Yeah. It would be quick, yeah. right? Um, everyone knows we have Darcy and Tom. We don't know what their shtick is going to be, but they're back. We know that this the storyline centers around <clears throat> them not being together. And the preview we see of them confirms that. Right. So it's probably going to be like a Don't Dingle Darcy special or something. Like, something. <laughs> um, this upcoming season is uh, extra special because we have our first same-sex couple. Woo-hoo! That's Erica uh, and Stephanie. Yes, Erica and Stephanie. Stephanie's from New York, um, and Erica is from Australia. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Interesting stuff about them. Um, I think the big things with them is Stephanie was already a social media influencer. She's a big YouTuber, and Erica was one of her fans. And right then she like, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) And she was one of her fans and she reached out and then they became like they fell in love. And then um, the storyline seems to be built around Stephanie having kept both Erica and her sexual orientation a secret from her relatives, which may have may be what leads to some of the, the speculation that I've gotten that. Stephanie, that this whole relationship is just faked for the purposes of the show. Um, and and that's that's the speculation I've gotten. I have not had anything to debunk that at this point. So it may be just that she didn't tell. Uh, Stephanie is not only on YouTube, she also has a private Patreon that uh, I don't even know how to categorize it. It's more... It's like softcore porn. Ris- risque materials. So she does a lot of um, pictures in lingerie. She does more uh, sex, uh, sex topics, chats, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and if you scroll back, even a year or a couple of years ago, um, she does have videos that talk about her bi curiosity and bisexual experiences. Okay, so there we so go. I wouldn't say she was just all of a sudden bi because TLC called her. Um, but anything else around that is, you know, who knows? So who knows? so there we go, you guys. So for those of you guys who have said that because she wasn't with women before, then therefore her relationship with Erica must be made up for the show. I don't I think that that sort of debunks that. So if she's right. been I curious for years and just because she didn't tell people. Is overtly who, not a lot of people tell their parents, hey, I'm by curious. Just or, FYI. <laughs> by the way mom love chicks i mean she has a lot of I other put, stuff oh, you know want to feel some chicks boobs just fyi <laughs> in case you cared <laughs> who doesn't though right they're so soft <laughs> um next we have <laughs> I, mean, I can't disagree <laughs> next we have uh this is big ed or yeah this is big ed so ed and his girlfriend rosemary mm-hmm. i believe she's from the f- thailand philippines yeah philippines i was gonna say no. philippines and i was gonna do- gotcha yeah um so he is a he's a lot of things he's a photographer he's 
does architecture work. He's a chef on Twitch. He is. So if a theme of all these people here, except for a couple, is they already have like an Internet following or some kind of social media presence yeah. seems to be the theme. For you, what, who, those who don't know, Twitch <clears throat> is like an online um, social media platform generally used for like gaming, streaming games. Like if you're playing a video game, you can sh- other people can watch you play the video game and other things like that. Right. That's where my knowledge of it is from. <laughs> it has branched out. So Clearly. you can almost have any kind of live show. They have different categories from just talking to ASMR to video gaming to cooking, which is where uh, Ed fits in. He gets on there and he cooks random things and then talks. And I think he does video games too, but... I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about Rosemary. No, she they haven't. seems in, to just... Even in the, the first hour, we didn't get much about her. It was really all about him. Right. And um, his relationship with his daughter that is sort of rife... Rift? Rift? There's a rift in it now because of his relationship with Rosemary, who's like... Super young. Yeah, same age as the daughter. Which That's usually how it goes, right? (laughs) This is not an uncommon theme. No one's comfortable in, like, their sister being their dad's girlfriend or, like, someone who could be their sister being their dad's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Our next ones, we can move to... uh, I'm pretty sure her name is Lisa. Uh (laughs) And I... Angie 2.0. Angie 2.0. This is exactly the same scenario as Angela and Michael. New people. Yeah. Um, so she is from, I don't know, Pennsylvania, I think, and he's from Nigeria. He's from a different area in Nigeria. And, people may yeah. think that he knows Michael, but he doesn't. Different area. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nigeria is pretty big, guys. Um, and then he goes by a, a so- Soja Boy, not Soldier Boy, like the, the, the cuckoo one that tried to make his own gaming console. S O J A B O Y. Sorry. Um, and I think it, um, God, I forgot what she said his real name was. Musiman? Usman. 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 Thank you. Um, so that, that, I mean, they're basically Angela and Michael. And she now. is also a hospice nurse, which is what Angela yeah. is. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she's the 52 year old white woman from, she's from the North. So she's from Pennsylvania versus being from the South. So she has, a, she's, she's a different, cause she's like a different kind of trash than, but they argue the same way. Like her same. first thing is I don't like your friends. I don't like the chicks putting smiley faces on your posts. They like, shouldn't you control that. The, yeah, like he could control female that. fans put hearts on his social media, like after he posts a video, and she's like, "Screenshot, send it to him. Why are they doing this? You need to get rid of them. You need to block them." So that's right. what we're in for with her. She seems lovely. Yeah, and I mean, she's all taken because he's a musician in Nigeria, and like, I don't know, he had maybe two thousand followers at the time. Yeah, like it, I, I don't know how big he is. So. I've tried to like Google every award that he's been winning, and it seems like it's super um, Nigeria centric. What, what's very <laughs> extremely, and even like city or you know that area central kind of award, which you know whatever, that's fine. He's popular where he is, and that's probably what matters to him. Who do we have next? Um, Ash. Oh God, Ash and Avery. And Avery, this is going to be a treat. This is—I'm <laughs> looking forward to this because so Ash, 
Ash is um, a relationship coach from Australia. And Avery is from Seattle, Washington. And she is like she she does healthy eating um, like recipes. And she's also big into cannabis like infused. She adds herbs. She adds herbs to her salad. Yes. (laughs) Very. And then she doesn't she does infusions, which a lot of people She's in Seattle, then yeah, that's probably totally the norm. The totally the norm, yeah. So a weed salad. Um, <laughs> so they they meet um, over Inst- you know Instagram or whatever, and she's all worried because he's um, this relationship coach, and he talks to his clients at all hours of the night. She's broken up with him like three times in the nine months they've been together. So uh, he's a relationship coach. Yeah, what's he coaching? <laughs> what's he doing? What kind of services do you think Ash offers? Well, some, sometimes it's hard to apply your own, um, like, job practices in your own relationship. Like, you know, you can fix everyone else's problems, but, but not, not your yours. own, right? So it's yeah. like white they're, therapists they're, need, need therapists and stuff? Right. No, sometimes they do. Sometimes relationship uh, coaches need relationship coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, their whole shtick, though, is that she seems to have issues with this level of dedication to his job yeah <laughs> is that is that the best way to put yeah it? how hands-on he is with his clients um at all hours of the night this is apparently then you need relationship coaching at 3 a.m sometimes you do though like when you're have you ever been in a situation where you need to know if you need to make the move or not uh yeah 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 would it have been yeah nice 3 a.m mm-hmm. i've got to go te- just hold on a minute sweetheart let me go text my relationship coach and see if I can do this. What? Like, no. And he responds with, you're drunk. Put the phone down. Right. Wasn't there a Black Mirror episode about that? Maybe. Was yeah. That? The guy had, like, the relationship coach in his ear. And, like, the guy ended up murdering somebody. Okay. And he was trapped in the house with the snow globe. Okay. Anyways. Escalated. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. We actually talked about Black Mirror episodes on... One of my frauded night lives, like a couple people weeks ago. People love that show. Awesome. I mean, I love it too. Oh, but it's an awesome it's show. I mean, we're living in a giant episode of Black Mirror, but right? Whatever. All the criminal stories, and speaking of criminals, our next lovely couple. <sighs> yeah, Jeffrey and Varya. Varya, yes, she is from Russia. He is from Knoxville, Tennessee. He's a good there old country go. boy. He's very hands-on. He likes to get his hands dirty. <laughs> he likes to be outside. Um, <laughs> Anything outside. His whole, intro, his whole intro of him, like, shirtless, just chopping the wood, I'm like, good God. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. Um, so besides him being outdoorsy, he seems to also be an actor. Oh. In murder mystery shows. Oh, like your favorite, you know, snapped, maybe snapped <laughs> thing. The, the kind of shows like that right. all have production agencies in that area. So, right, right. Um, that I think that's how he gets casted in them. But murder, yeah, murder, his kill. Instagram, yeah. his Instagram, scroll down a few beats and you'll see him covered in blood. So the thing that's interesting about Jeffrey, he's, um, controversial cast member and honestly we i personally am surprised that tlc still cast him because we've talked about him on an earlier episode when when their preview first came out and since then the list of alleged crimes that he's being accused of have grown 
there's a lot of domestic violence related, kidnapping, physical violence towards ex ex wives, ex girlfriends, some of which was happening like as recently as this past summer, which is right around filming time. So TLC uh -huh. knows about it. So a lot of people are um, a little shocked that TLC still went with him on the show because his stuff isn't resolved at this point, right? Like it's still all in the court process. It's still going in. I mean, the, so I guess it's all alleged of, at this point. He's not been convicted, right. which could be why TLC's like, "Look, we're not going to jump on anything until there's actual." But they've already aired him, so mm -hmm. in any case of something actually happening where he is, if he's found guilty, charged of anything, or found yeah. guilty, then I don't know. I don't know if people care enough for it to make tlc look bad for having him casted or if it the sensation is going to bring them more people i don't know right we kind of we're in a different world now where we think oh shame on them for having him on there when people are probably going to watch it just be like oh god that's the guy who went to jail and that's the guy who was charged with aggravated yeah. kidnapping and domestic assault and vandalism exactly <laughs> well in the meantime if that you know all that's true and he gets you know Guilt found guilty for it. You're thinking about, you know, his victims that now see him on TV, which they may not be watching the show. No, like, but what about other himself, victims? But other victims, are, like, who have been victims of domestic assault, of similar crimes, right. right? Like, they have to watch this, too, and know that this guy did this. Like, there's a lot of controversy with this. Right. If you want to know all of the details about the alleged crimes that he's dealing with and the, the timelines for for when they ha allegedly happened, when they were charged, he's got all this stuff going on with multiple ex-wives and his kids and stuff. Um, you can go to Starcasm, and they yes. they have it all detailed. Um, I personally have not been keeping up on all the details because she doesn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's very comprehensive. Yeah, um, I try to stay. Of course, people know my personality. I try to be fair until you know. Mm -hmm. Don't discredit this person. Don't just not believe that person. But I don't know. It just right. And we're big on and what does the evidence show us? You know, here at exactly. the broadcast, right? It's what does the evidence show? And what you know, we we focus on fraud on the show, right? So, to a large extent, some of what he's been charged with doesn't impact the show because these people. There's a lot of people who you know. Like Paul, with his background in arson, you know, does that right. affect him on the show? Like, it doesn't implicate fraud necessarily or implicate what they're showing on the show. Some of his charges are like that, but then some of the charges are like this domestic assault and things like that. And you're putting him on a dating show that there's kind of a little, eh, like an ick factor to that. So, right, you know, it's... Right, exactly. It's kind of a mess, you know, Um I don't know the the girl the um I always I was gonna say his girlfriend maybe fiance she's kind of spicy herself so maybe yeah you had an interaction with her <laughs> <laughs> I just said hi which I won't do anymore apparently um, you were so apparently I'm a terrible person yeah Hanakawa said hi to her on um, DMs and was met with a very unkind response so. So. We'll that's have, all right we'll have to see how that nobody plays out. not everyone has to like me and nope. i'm okay with that nope. blake's friends can take lessons from that <laughs> it's okay <laughs> if people don't like you <laughs> there's there's um, like awards for that you know <laughs> someone didn't like me and <laughs> the world was okay i was okay everything is fine um um we have two more couples so these are the couples that i one is new and one i i don't even know if he has an instagram mm -hmm. he, from his story, he's probably not very internet savvy. Yeah. Um, 
but I forgot his name already. Oh, God. I, I, I want to call him like Frank or Larry, but I don't think that's really his name. I almost think it's David and Lana. Oh, oh. Oh, I don't know. Lana is from you. Ukraine, not the Ukraine. Right. Ukraine. I was schooled on that. I will not call it the Ukraine. I'm sorry. I was it was educated. It's Ukraine. Unfortunately, sometimes how we say things in English mess up like how things mean somewhere else. Yeah, so. and that apparently is kind of offensive. They Yeah, call- it's it's very incorrect. <laughs> so I'm, I I apologize. I've since been schooled. It's Ukraine. Though. While you while you search David him, and Lana. Um, yeah, you're right. Is David okay? He's so sixty. He, he's sixty, and Lana 60, is twenty-seven. Yes, and he has not seen her. Like they haven't even done web chat. It's one of these Caesar mm-hmm. situations. Except for Caesar got a little bit more than he did. I think he looks every bit sixty, and he looks like he's stuck in the seventies. He's got that like feathered hair, like he hasn't changed his hairstyle since nineteen seventy-two. No, he, he's just very simple. You know, he, I don't know. I don't know anything sh- about him. They haven't shown much about him yet. They haven't. And she's very va va Yeah. So we'll see how that pans out. Other than that, they don't seem to exist on social media. But as we know, Maria showed up like the last freaking minute and she's still not really on social media. Mm-hmm. So Not much. She's a little bit. I mean, she's very active on the website that Caesar found her on. But <laughs> well, yeah, you got to pay bills. Damn, damn it. it. <laughs> I'm going to need her uh, hustle. Our last... Our last lovely couple is Yolanda and they say the catfish, but his name is Williams in the show. Yes. Now, this is a fun one. So this is fun because um, Hanakawa found. So. So, okay, the story, the background story on them is she's 51. She lives in Las Vegas. She lost her husband. She raised her six kids by herself. And now she's doing the let me get back into the dating world. Her kids are all grown. All of this right. stuff. Um, she lost a lot of weight, so she's she's built that confidence, and she she's ready to get out, out there, there, ready to get out there. And she met um, this guy online. His name is Williams, and she's he's all he's ever sent her are pictures and um, text messages with the rose emojis. And she gets very excited about the emojis. A lot of emojis, that, yeah. that he, and that that must, that shows that he loves her. And he has never videoed. If I had known all those years, it would have been so much easier. Is that how you would have gotten me? Just Just send like 6,000 emojis, (laughs) copy paste for years at an end. (laughs) That's what he does. (laughs) We'll have to tell that story one day. But yeah, that's that's a joke. It took years. Um, Um. (laughs) (laughs) So I got, okay, so I watched the show and this is where my mind went on it. They started showing pictures and she started talking about how he's Williams from UK, blah, 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 blah. And my first thought was this guy looks fucking familiar. (laughs) Why does he look familiar? Because if anyone follows at Ty likes this, Uh he posts a whole bunch of, you know, pictures of I'll say eye candy guys Mm -hmm. And one of the people that he follows has pictures like the. Oh, so anyways, I chose the screenshot and then I, you know, reverse Google imaged it and a whole like page of stock photos came up of this Williams guy. Right. Right. And so I'm like, uh, the the name of the stock photo is hilarious because it's like 
muscular guy <laughs> against city guy in white t-shirt sitting on back of stairs cityscape with like, stern look on his face and nipples showing it's like what oddly specific title for a stock photo but, but okay. when you're looking for stock photos that's what you want i want a hunky guy who's sitting on stairs looking aimlessly into the cityscape wishing he met yolanda sooner <laughs> not the case because i went back to who the stock photo owner was so you know there's someone who always sells these stock photos and he has a web uh, Facebook that then the person that he took the photo of was tagged in and his name is actually like Michele Di Lucio and he lives in Italy. So there's the big thing of like this might come out in the show. Hey, Fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show. But it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it is super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. We don't know what her storyline's going to be, right? Yeah. We don't know what her storyline is yet. I know that it is of TLC's MO to probably not actually contact a person, but to go to the photographer and buy rights to a photo. Mm-hmm. Once they do that, right, they can use it on the show. Right. So is this... A materialized storyline to like then have a catfish that maybe lives down the street from her like is this a catfish episode well you are fielding offers from max and neve on catfish right now i know she, i'm gonna lose there her needs to, MTV, to be a crossover but... event <laughs> oh that would be great help yolanda find her man yes because he's not in england when i posted your um results from all that searching i did tag um neve but, you know. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, You'd be like, what is this craziness? You what, know, there's there's been a lot of joking about, oh, because this guy's from the UK, is it Tom, right? And, and if, no, it's not Tom. And um, <laughs> then I saw somebody posted a picture of, like, her six kids who are all grown, and one of the kids, his head is down on looking into his phone, and they're like, there's the catfish right there. <laughs> like me. wouldn't that be some shit though if it, the kids are like we just wanted to see mom happy we just so wanted to make her feel good some, <laughs> we didn't think she was actually gonna like want to go to england and find him oh my god well and the story is she's gonna go to england and her daughter's coming with her 
Yeah. So I don't um, know what TLC plans to do with the storyline. Like they have to know that this guy is catfish, right? Like we found him. You found him in under an hour. He's he's obviously a catfish already because this guy is in Italy, and if you follow his social media, Yolanda's not there. Yeah, it's not, not the guy At that's texting all. her. Whoever's texting no. her is not the guy in the pictures, as Max and, and they're would using say. very old photos of him. Like he has more recent photos. He looks a little bit different. So, I mean that that almost means nothing in the freaking catfish world. But you know which photos were accessible. Don't use stock photos if you're going to catfish somebody. Yeah. Use like photos of your friend. <laughs> We've seen that. <laughs> I've watched. A, who has I've a private catfish account? Marathons <laughs> where people do some crazy ass shit with that. So. Uh, given all the storylines that I've seen on the TV show Catfish, like this could be anything. And and who knows yep. what TLC is going to do with it because we've had Catfish before. We had the Smith Catfish, but he outed himself and then Jenny fell in love with the Smith. Anyway, so that's it. That's that's what we've got for the upcoming season airing next week, you guys. Um, I'm not sure what more is going to come out between now and then. We have seen the first hour. If you have access to the TLC app, it's out there. You can watch the first hour and um, get a glimpse into these couples. They don't show all of them, though. Just a few. Just a few. Yeah, I think we're still missing. Oh, did they not show all of them? Mm-mm. We didn't get, to we didn't get David, Darcy did and we? Tom. We didn't get Larry David, whatever his name is. <laughs> I can't. Larry, Larry David. What's his name? David. David. <laughs> and Lana. Oh, we didn't get Erica and Stephanie. I guess they're waiting for the big reveal on that. There was a there was a very small blip on that, I think. Yeah, like coming up on this season or whatever they're, right. they're doing. So, right. Um, Which is usually their thing. Not all the couples come on season, yeah, or yeah. episode one. A lot of them drop in on episode three and four, well, and that's just how it goes. Like the last season when Blake and Jasmine didn't show up till season or episode four, and they, he was all pissed. For those of you guys who right, didn't well, I think, well, I think TLC has like a set number of episodes that they're going to have them on. Yeah, because right? they pay them per episode now. Yeah. Right. So there's going to be like the two that start off with are going to not be really shown in the last two episodes. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, however. That's it, just how it goes. Yeah. yeah. So. So, yeah. You know. I think the only social media roundup, I don't even know if it's worthy of the soundbite, but we found Anfisa of season four in visa of Jorge bring me my red bag with my makeup she stepped out recently on social media with her new boo Leo on Valentine's Day because people really thought she was still with what's his name George Jorge whatever she wasn't waiting for that he who's in prison right now set to get be released later this um, year so she (laughs) so she stepped out on social media publicly with this guy it wasn't just the picture of the two of them there was was conversation and um, she had some stories and stuff it's all confirmed that they were they're an item good for her yeah good for her you know the only thing we know about him is he used to run a gentleman manage a, a strip club in LA and Anaheim other than that I don't know what he's doing now so um but maybe we'll see if those of you guys who always ask me about Anfisa there we go <laughs> I think that's the only thing from social media yeah that is that is it all the social media was based on the tell all so what did Mike do what did Mike do and, and, and what and what did Mike do Absolutely fucking nothing. There you go. He was fucking nothing. He was not fucking but, anything. Uh, Natalie thought he was. <laughs> um, any shout outs? I want to say shout out to Robert because he put something funny on Instagram. Robert of Robert Nanny? 
Yeah. Okay. He posted in his stories, you can call me Fertile Myrtle, but your daughter is Houdini. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> and I know it's aimed towards well, yes. Corn Granny. Because Corn Granny <laughs> called him Fertile Myrtle, and Bryson's mom, Corn Granny's daughter, has disappeared. She... Last time they, she got out of jail and then she disappeared and no one's heard from her. So nobody knows where she is. So. I like it. Anyways. I like it. That's funny. Good job. That's my shout out. Good job. I am Frauded by TLC. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Frauded by TLC. You can find us on Facebook at The Fraudcasters. Currently our website is still talkersoffraud.com. But do we have an update? We're, 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 no, we're working on that. Do we have an update <laughs> on the new website? Uh. It's a work in progress. Yes. <laughs> I'd say it's about half done. So if you go there, it's going to look um, a little unfinished, but it is, it's coming along. But it's not live it's yet, part, part, right? It's not, it's not live. And we'll, we'll probably have to talk offline on that. Okay. I'll have to talk offline about the online. Okay. See, I don't know what <laughs> they're doing. The two of them are designing this thing and they just give me cryptic questions that I answer. And, you know, did it was it was more like um, what what did I compare it to? Uh, National Treasure. We were just trying to get into the thing in the oh, first God, place because it's like it's like oh there's our first clue and you get there and it's like oh no there's our other clue and it's like actually it was in your bedroom the whole time yeah it was so this- now we're in we can start you know messing around with that it's bitch, a mess so. it's a mess so they're burning it down and they're building a new site but then we have to transfer the RSS feed so it's kind of a mess so they can't burn it completely down. But they haven't told me anything what they're doing. I get cryptic questions and little bits of here and there. So I'm very excited. I'm probably going to be just as surprised as you guys by what they design and develop. So I am very excited about this. We've redone. He's already redone some of the graphics. Some of you guys will notice some of the graphics have been redone a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. So it's a little... um, little teaser on that but uh <laughs> that means that all of my current swag and merch that i have is going to be obsolete so get it while you can i have a couple more pop sockets left if you want the swag bag that's 30 dollars, which includes priority shipping it's a link in my bio you can paypal me at mm-hmm. uh frauded by tlc at gmail.com and just put your address and i will get it in the mail for you i want to get these things out of my house um, it's a, it's a, like a re- recyclable, reusable bag. It's a coffee mug. It's like a plastic cup, some stickers, a pen that's a stylus on one end and a pot socket. So, uh, if you want that, let me know. And we also have, as I discussed earlier, we have the Patreon, um, which is patreon.com slash the broadcast, where for $3 a month, you can join us as we discuss married at first sight and, Life after lockup and all that good shit. All that good shit. I also do Frauded Night Live every Friday night at 10 p.m. on Instagram. I do. I go live and we talk about the gossip of the week. What about you, Hanakawa? Where can they find you? They can find me on the lovely Instagram at the Hanakawa. I don't know if there's not much excitement on my page. Saturday night I do a live, which is really late. No one comes, but it's fun. But the people that do, we talk about. Uh, not stuff. Not stiff, but safe for work. <laughs> Her, it's not for kids. That's why I wait so late because I don't want any of like the ninety day children. Like Max on hopping there. in my lives, like he does. Oh my god! If he hops in and I'm talking about fetishes, I'm just gonna have to block him. I'm like, sorry, buddy, ahead of time. <laughs> 
Um, I'm not going to pollute your mind with this, but yeah, <laughs> her lives are not like gossip or tea related. They're just nah. let's just it's chat. more for fun. If you're we around need a break on a from that stuff, yeah. If you're around it, on a Saturday exactly. night and you want to chat with some like-minded individuals, then there you go. All my stuff is saved to YouTube, which is frauded by TLC on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. You can opt out of notifications, but subscribing really helps me and then my ability to put those up there. And the reason I put them up there is so that I can put closed captioning on them for our deaf and hard of hearing viewers. So that's it. That's all I got. You got anything else? It's a wrap. I'm good. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I know this isn't your element, but it's fun. Uh, I get to, you know, spew some shade. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to bring you back. <laughs> Thanks for again for joining us. With that, we are the broadcast, and we're dumpster diving so you don't have to. This broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly. Art by Sarah Dottie. Music written, produced, and performed by Umami. Segment producer at iHeartReality TV shows. Further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants. Bring me my red bag with my makeup. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.